and gentlemen, welcome to Blind Tag, the wrestling show for people who don't watch wrestling. I'm your rootin' and tootin' favorite wrestler, Roadblock Fastlane. And I'm your co-host, Matt Raddick. Welcome to the show, Matt Raddick. How are you doing over there on the other side of the table? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing just well. How are you doing there, Roadblock? I'm doing great. I'm all pumped. I'm ready. I've been working out. I'm ready to go to Fastlane. You're ready to go to Fastlane. There ain't no roadblocks for me. Ain't no roadblocks for you. Just, uh, just, a, just a clear on shot to... Shot to uh to fast lane. Just a straightaway, straightaway, straightaway to fast lane. You're in the fast lane to fast lane, you might say. I am in the fast lane. There ain't no roadblocks for me. Now, Roadblock, what are you most looking forward to seeing at fast lane? I'm most looking forward to seeing my championship. Mm. My victory. Your victory. My victory. I'm wrestling at the Roadblock Fast you're, Lane. Now you're wrestling and who uh I didn't I, I'm looking at the card here and I didn't see your name on it. Well, let's see. Who's the SmackDown champion right now? <laughs> uh, I got Bobby Roode. Be a, uh, a fellow Southerner like yourself. You got AJ Styles. A, AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. And uh, Charlotte. I might go for Charlotte Flair. Now that's an interesting I might move. throw up a roadblock in Charlotte Flair's <laughs> Fast Lane. Her, uh, her road to WrestleMania is not very clear right now, so mm-hmm. that'd be, you, you know you'd be really not with really, the roadblock in the way. That's that's I, that's exactly where I'm thinking. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Let me tell you, uh, I think you probably uh, I think fans might be more interested in seeing you than Ruby Riot. I don't think folks are too interested in Ruby Riot just yet. And ain't that the truth? And ain't that the truth? The R truth, you might say. I will not. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, th- uh, Roadblock, are you going to be joining us for the whole show tonight? Uh, nope, oh. I gotta go. I gotta go hit the gym. I gotta okay. go hit the All road. Right, sure, I sure. gotta get down to, uh, wherever, uh, Fastlane is taking place this weekend. I surely don't know. But, uh, hey, well, hey, it was a pleasure seeing you again. Thanks for joining us. Anytime. Uh, we'll, we'll see you soon. I'm gonna invite Ron back in the studio here. Oh, thanks. Hey. Oh, hey, Ron. How's it going? Hey, Matt. Nice to, nice to see you. Did you see, did you say hi to Roadblock on your way, on your way in? No, I didn't see him. Oh, really? Didn't he? I thought he died. He died? Like 30 years ago. Now, on the road. Hold, now, hold on a minute. Are you telling me I'm seeing ghosts? I don't know what you're seeing. I was just My chair is warm, though. Warm? Well, it can't be a ghost then, because then it would be cold. Hmm. Is Roadblock Fastlane a zombie? Duh. <laughs> I think it'd also be cold. I think zombies are also cold. Yeah, I would imagine so, too. They have no pulse, right? Yeah. Dead things don't have pulses. You know, there was a, there's a lot of... Uh, in my knowledge of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, there's some sort of conflicting information about how much blood flows through vampires. Because there's there's an, an episode, or well, actually, the, in the debut episode with Spike and uh, and uh, and uh, gosh, I'm blanking on Drusilla. His, Drusilla, yeah. Uh, Drusilla scratches his face in this sort of sensual way, and then like licks blood off of it, which would make you think if if Spike can bleed. Then he must oh, have yeah. blood and, and the, through his veins. And the vampires have to feed off of each other, or you have to feed off of a vampire to become a vampire. Oh yeah, I didn't even really think about that. The other thing too. about Buffy is that we know for a fact that the the vampires get boners. <laughs> this is true because they do have the sex. <laughs> they do have, and sex. sometimes bad things happen when they have the sex. Mostly bad things Mostly happen. Mostly bad things when happen. They... Uh, yeah, so if you didn't think we'd be talking about vampire boners today, mm. you're listening to the <laughs> wrong show. <laughs> There's also been uh, conflicting reports of how well... Oh, I, I'm sorry. I didn't do the intro. Welcome to oh, Blind sure. Tag, the wrestling show for people who don't watch wrestling. I'm your co-host, Ron Dalvalano. And I'm your co-host, Matt Raddick. Thank you. Sorry. What were you saying? Uh, I was just saying there's conflicting. There's a lot of conflicting uh, pieces of vampire canon in uh, in Buffy the Vampire. Oh, uh, yeah. One one such thing is that the, the vampires... Uh, at various points, like try filming uh, Buffy to try and like study how she how she fights and stuff like that. <laughs> sure, but, but there's a lot of conflicting reports of like how well like would a vampire actually show up on film? Because part of a lot of how a lot of cameras work is that you're using a mirror to reflect an image onto a sensor or onto onto film. Okay, a lot of it is probably dependent on the on the camera technology too, which is like mostly it's. A, I mean, the show's set in the '90s, so it's a lot of '90s technology. It's is, not great. It's not great. 
Is is vampires not showing up in Mirror's canon in the Buffy verse? I do not remember. I believe it is canon in the Buffy verse, and it is also, I mean, just general. Well, it's general vampire canon, right. but any any type of universe can create its own its own canon it's and ideology. It's true, like that vampires can get boners. Yeah, I think that's got to be a thing because like vampires are always kind of sexy, right? Yeah, sexy vampires always, always, especially Spike. Especially, well, yeah, I mean. I'm more of a an angel guy myself. Yeah. I think Spike is funnier, yeah. But I think Angel is more endearing, and he's I got think those that Angel big, is big strong arms. Extremely irritating. He is. Mm. He can be pretty handsome, but and he does have those big strong arms. David Boreanaz, are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't Mr. Know. Bones himself. <laughs> Mr. Bones himself is he? Because it was it was Doctor Bones, right? I guess. We're really getting down. I'm talking about the I'm talking about the vampire sex. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well played. Well, as much as I'm sure everybody would love to hear us talk more about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, this is technically the wrestling show for people who don't watch wrestling. So perhaps we should talk about wrestling a bit this week. I mean, we could be the wrestling show for people who do watch Buffy. It's true. It's, it is a wrestling show hosted by two people who watch Buffy, that's for sure. Uh, well, while we're on the, the topic of sexy and erotic, mm, sure. Uh, did you watch the Mixed Match Challenge this week? I did not have a chance to watch it this week. Okay. So they're really leaning into this idea of that Braun and Alexa are definitely going to fuck. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, there, there were some moments of, uh, like, flirtatious eyes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one moment that made me very uncomfortable mm-hmm. was when, uh, I guess, Braun was outside of the ring, Alexa was standing on the apron, and uh, I think they were facing Naomi and, and Jimmy Uso. Yes. Naomi uh, and Jim Uso. Jim, yeah. Uh, Naomi kicked Alexa off the apron, and Braun caught her once, put her back in the ring. And then the second time, I, I don't remember how it happened, but Braun was laying on the ground, and Alexa ended up on top of Uh-oh. him, sort of straddling Uh-oh. <laughs> straddling him. And it was very uncomfortable. That sounds uncomfortable. At first, I was like, was kind of like, laughing. Was it intentional, or was oh, it yeah. like, like Braun happened to be like, he fell over in the process of catching her or something? I mean, I don't... I. It, it was intentional in that it happened in a certain way. Okay. But I don't <laughs> think like it I was I don't think it was like Braun was like, hey, if I lay here, Alexa's gonna fall on me in a sexy way. Sure. I don't okay. think it was uh <laughs> But he was, okay, I don't think it was but creepy. she was supposed to land on him while he was down on the ground, sort of thing. Yes. Uh definitely in a sexy way. And then they, they kind of sat there for like a good thirty mm. seconds mm-hmm. and it was like super weird. And it, it was one of those things where at first I was like enjoying it. I was like, This is pretty funny, it's a decent match. And then I was like, ah, I'm very uncomfortable watching this at yeah. work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, any, I, I frequently watch wrestling at work, but it seems like every time I turn it on, it's for a women's match. Which, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, being like a, a, a dude watching like scantily clad women wrestling, it's, I mean, it's on cable TV. It's not really I mean, anything it's inappropriate. Not unexpected of But you. I feel like it's one of the things that, like, if a passerby is walking by my, my desk, they're going to be like, hmm, that's. If you have a That's client in the office. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, that doesn't happen very often for us. So uh. I'd also like to point out that uh, my choices for an opening bit were between Roadblock Fastlane mm. and talking about the importance of International Women's Day. <laughs> uh, so shout out to all the international women out there. Yes. Uh, thanks for doing your thing. Representation has been great. Even in the WWE, we're going to talk about women's matches. It's yeah. been great lately. There's been a lot of really good women's uh, wrestling. Happy International Women's Day. Glad to be here. Glad to be part of it. Sorry I went with the other bit. <laughs> 
And I mean, it was nice of you to to, to talk about uh, about a woman's sexuality as a sort of first right, and yeah. foremost bit on, on your International Women's Day promo here. It was very good. It right, was, it was very a, solid. It's a sort of segue. Yeah. Well, we talked about vampire boners in well, between. That's true. That's true. We did did some <laughs> did some objectifying of men. We're really <laughs> blind tagging it up here today. Really, really nailing it. Uh, who won the mixed match challenge? I'm assuming Braun and Alexa. Uh, that would be Braun and Alexa. Okay, yeah. cool. And so now they're going to go on to face... Somebody else. Uh, Miz and Asuka. Ooh. Uh, team Asuka. Asuka? Skossum. Skossum. Asuka. Asuka. It is Asuka. I remember now. <laughs> well, that'll be exciting. It's not a good name. It's like a good name, but mm-hmm. it's like not good SEO. It's yeah, not easy no, to remember. Uh, they, Miz came out with a, with a custom... Oscar Titantron at the last mix match oh. challenge. I don't know if you caught that. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, sure. It was a week ago. I, I wouldn't expect yeah, you to remember. <laughs> in in one eye out the other. <laughs> exactly. Um, there's some interesting stuff happening on Raw this week. We're like ex- swiftly accelerating down the road to WrestleMania on Raw. They're setting up a lot of things for uh, for the big show. Um, oh, the big show's coming back. Well, uh, not to my knowledge, at least. He did a tweet, though. Did he really? Apparently, uh, people were tweeting about how his contract was expiring, mm-hmm. and then he tweeted a picture of himself in the gym looking buff, and it said something along the lines of uh, not going anywhere. Oh, hell yeah. So his hip surgery may have gone well, apparently. Yeah, I guess and so. He's uh, got some beard going. I like I like a bearded big show. I like show. a bearded big show as well. I like a bearded Paul White. Yeah, better than the goatee. Never than a nude Paul never a nude Paul White. Oh, well. Paul White. Um yeah, maybe I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up in the uh, in the old arm bar, the under the giant memorial battle royal. Is that when is that? It's it's like an opening match for WrestleMania. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, Usually for some reason, I thought it was part of the um Royal Rumble. Uh, did you hear about the greatest Royal Rumble though? Uh, no. Uh, so I, I, I sent you something earlier this week about how WWE is doing some international shows. They announced that they're doing a, uh, I think a, a huge like hundred thousand person show in uh, Australia in yep. like October. You sent me that. But they are also doing a second international event. They are doing what they are calling the very clever name, the greatest Royal Rumble ever in Saudi Arabia, actually. And it's okay. going to be a 50 person Royal Rumble that takes place Holy in late hell. April. Uh, for I think no reason they haven't done any kind of I mean they just announced that it was happening I don't know if it's going to be like an in canon thing or if it's just like a sort of fun little bit that they're doing late April know. when's WrestleMania beginning of April so oh wow yeah, it's like April twenty seventh or something like that so do they have remember fifty people to use <laughs> they'll find them I'm sure I mean if they throw all the cruiserweights in there and like maybe a couple NXT people like they could make it work they they build it as like. It's going to have like a like a handful of guests, like special guests. Like I think they said in the announcement that Triple H and Kurt Angle were going to be there. Oh, and like those guys weren't in the Royal Rumble in January. So yeah, but you know what they are in? They are in a match against each other at WrestleMania. And I called it because it's very boring it's and very predictable. Obvious. Remember how much I was complaining and hoping that this wasn't going to be the case? Yeah. So to follow up, well, Ronda Rousey week, and Kurt Angle. Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle will be teaming up. In a tag team match against Triple H and Stephanie McMahon on Made. the greatest stage of them all. The granddaddy of them all. WrestleMania. WrestleMania. There was a, this is a, a mostly unimportant thing, but there was this very strange edit in the Hulu cut of this, and I went back and like found the, like, I found a DVR version of it so that I could like verify this. But in this opening promo, um, 
Ronda Rousey and Stephanie McMahon are talking and like Ronda announces that in her contract, there's a stipulation that says she gets to choose who her opponent is at WrestleMania. Right. Um, and it, uh, Stephanie's like, yeah, 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 it has to be an active member and blah, blah, blah. So they're sort of like trying to throw some asterisks at it and stuff like that. Correct. And then Ronda's like, well, I'm going to announce that my WrestleMania opponent is going to be. And then Stephanie like cuts her off and is like, wait, 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 let's, let's, let's hear a yep. drum roll here. And then like there's sort of this weird delay and then a drum roll starts happening. But then Ronda immediately yep. runs over the drum, the drum roll. So in the Hulu cut, they just like cut out Stephanie's reference to the drum roll at all. And so it's just this like incredibly weird jump cut between the two. And it was just like, it was a strange thing. The drum roll made it into the YouTube cut though. Oh, good. That's great. Yeah. Ronda Rousey <laughs> doesn't understand how a drum roll works it's it's literally like you yeah <laughs> no dramatic pause no dramatic timing whatsoever i would say of uh, this was this was uh somewhere in between the three uh, this was the middle promo of the three things we've heard from ronda rousey so far like she's not good i thought last week she was good i thought this week was not great and i thought the first one that she did was like pretty bad but yeah this was this she, was not spectacular she also doesn't seem to be very good at wrestling either the, well, they they like roll out one new move every yeah, week, and yeah, they're like, yeah. "Hey, let's try doing doing one of these." Yeah. Well, and she did she did this thing where she like grabbed Stephanie from outside the ring by the hair and like pulled her up into the ring, yeah. and that whole thing seemed like really like awkward and telegraphed too, yep. and stuff like that. It's weird because she's definitely very strong, but like doesn't know how to sort of. It doesn't seem like she really knows how to like work with someone, and I think that she's really trying to do that. Like, she almost needs to, like, work with some people that I feel like are willing to, like, let her shoot on them, and that's not going to be Stephanie McMahon, but we shall see. Uh, the uh, So there was some controversy about the move that she performed this week. A lot of folks immediately called it a Samoan drop. Yep. Uh, I mostly just called it not very good uh, because it, she kind of, like, stumbled while she was doing it or something like that. But Rhonda apparently heard this criticism because she came out on Twitter and, like, retweeted a video of it with, like, a specific title for the move that's, like, actually a judo move. So she was like, I'm not doing a Samoan drop. I'm doing a judo move because I'm a judo world champion. Don't sure. And then she did the same thing with the uh, with the thing that she did to Triple H through the table, but that's just a Uranaki, which is, I guess, maybe a judo, judo move. What did she, she just, like, picked him up and dropped him through the table, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, like, a it's in sort of a, like, a specific way, like... Uh, Samoa Joe does this move too, uh, where when like someone will like run at him in a corner and he'll like kind of pick them up with one arm, almost like it's like a clothesline and then just like slam them down. It's like a, sl- a clothesline meets a choke slam. Sure. If that makes any sense. Eh, maybe. Whatsoever. Sure. Apparently that's a judo move too. And so she's basically just being like, I uh, know what I'm doing. I'm not, I'm not a dingus kind of thing. So well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I think it's kind of fun that they're, they seem to be leaning a little bit into the fact that both... Uh, Ronda and Kurt are Olympic champions. I know Kurt is an Olympic champion, and I think Ronda is as well, but she's definitely, like, competed at the she's Olympics. She's a champion of my heart. Well, that's that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Good that she can hold that title. She's already got her first championship. Yeah. Congratulations to I Ronda appreciate Rousey. her. Even though she's not good on the mic and not good on the mat and not really good at uh, UFC fighting either or well. MMA or whatever she was doing. <laughs> She's good for a long time. She's got my heart. She's got your heart. Well, that's good. 
Uh, this, I mean, I will say that Kurt is doing better than anticipated in this build, so I'm I'm a little bit more excited about this. But I mean, I still don't think this is going to be this is not, this match is not for me. This is for for the common man. I I do want to. I almost said it's for me, but sure. it's not because I the thing that I've noticed about Ronda Rousey every time I see her in the ring, and this is what I've said before. It makes me the wrestling part of this makes me very uncomfortable sometimes. Because people might actually get injured. Yeah. But now that I've been watching more and seeing like, oh, these guys are really good. They're really safe workers. Like I like the normal fighting. Like it doesn't really uh, bug me as much anymore. Sure. Right. Whenever Ronda is in the ring, I'm just like somebody's gonna get hurt. Mm, like this yeah. makes me very uncomfortable. She doesn't really know what she's doing. She doesn't seem like. And it's not that she's not a safe worker. It's just mm-hmm. that she's like an amateur. Yeah. Right. And so I'm. Gosh, I, it makes Im- me very uncomfortable. Can you imagine if in her first match she like. She, like, completely accidentally accidentally hurts Stephanie, like, really, really bad. Or herself. Or herself, yeah. Like, what? Oh, man. She like... breaks Kurt's neck. <laughs> oh, God. Somehow. Let's hope not. Yeah, it, it will be interesting to see how much Kurt works in this match, because he worked at, uh, what was it, SummerSlam when the Shield got back together, and he replaced Roman Reigns because uh, the evil yeah. the evil flu Hell or whatever. Cell? Something like that. Anyway, he worked, like, a really, really small portion of that match and did some, like, pretty safe spots. So it'll be interesting to see how much, like, actual, how much of an actual beating he takes from sure. from Triple H. So I imagine the flow of this match, and we'll I'm sure we'll talk about this much more over the next few weeks, but the flow of this match will almost certainly be Triple H beating the hell out of Kurt Angle for a long time, Ronda Rousey coming in on a hot tag, uh, beating the crap out of Stephanie, and then getting the win or something like that. So. Probably, that sounds about right. Probably. Sounds about good. Um, what else did you want to touch on in Raw? Yeah, well, the other big announcement that we had is that we're officially getting um, The Miz versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. At WrestleMania. At WrestleMania in a IC fatal title. threesome. Uh, that's not, not exactly what they call it. That's what I call it. Well, sure. Uh, it's a triple threat match. Triple threat. It basically means the same thing. Uh, yeah, I think this is going to be really, really good. I think this could definitely be like a show stealer. They also, my immediate thought with, with this was that Miz is going to lose the championship at this match to one of these guys. Okay. Um, but they also announced that Miz is apparently 55 days away from being the longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time. And which how many like, days away is WrestleMania? Uh, more than 50. It's like 33 or something like that. Less than 50. That's what I meant to say. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, he will not have that title by WrestleMania. So I kind of wonder if they're going to give him the win so that he can get that. I think, the. I mean... How is, he, how is that even possible i feel like he just got the title back no has it been that long maybe it's like all like it's an like a combined all of his reigns or something like that when did because i I feel like he had it for a really long time and then he started losing it and getting it back and losing it and getting it back Oh yeah because he just got it back from roman like at either at royal rumble or like just before the royal rumble or something like that so yeah it must be total time um but yeah i mean it, I like there's a degree of recency bias here, but like I think that The Miz has been amazing over the past few years, and I think him get kind of cementing his legacy in that way could be like a really really cool look. I think this feud is going to be really really interesting too because like they, I mean Seth, they're not being shy about the fact that Seth and Finn are basically on the same side. Uh, they're both good guys, and Miz is a very very bad guy. Um, but they're doing a nice job, I feel like already of sort of like playing the two against each other and it seems like they have a very fun like competitive rivalry um if like one of them wins and then the miz goes off to do mrs and mrs and have his baby and all that kind of stuff um i would would really love to see these two like work for a while i think they like they feuded for the universal championship and i think that they could bring a really really cool 
uh, feud to the Intercontinental Championship as well. What if Finn or Seth wins, and then they get to go off and raise the Miz's child mm. and do the TV show? Now, that would be an interesting plot twist. I would love to see that. That'd be something. I would love to see Finn Balor acting as the Miz. I, the <laughs> other day, I realized I really want to hear Finn Balor try and do an American accent. I've never, I don't think I've ever heard it, and it sounds like it would be very funny. I've noticed that he's been smiling a lot. He is. He's real smiley these days. Yeah. He's not doing any demon stuff. That That's another thing. I'm, I'm wondering if he's going to bring the demon to WrestleMania. I, I, I think they dropped it. imagine. I think they dropped it. I mean, it's coming back. It's certainly coming God, back. There's no way they dropped he's it. He's wearing blue now. He doesn't yeah, even wear black. True. He's totally a face. He's... He's a tuna. Yeah, he's a tuna, according to Shinsuke. Maybe he'll just come to WrestleMania with fish paint on. Here's what I noticed. You okay. mentioned Samoa Joe earlier. I did. Uh, so before Samoa Joe got injured last time, he mm-hmm. was feuding with somebody, and then he kept getting put into tag team matches with that person. And it was one of those things where they were, like, really contentious. Oh, sure, yeah. And, but they were, like, working really well together. And yeah. I thought, wow, maybe they're actually building towards a Samoa Joe tag team thing with this other guy. It was with Finn, actually, now that I remember it. Yep, exactly. And it's the exact same thing that's going on with Finn and Seth right now. So I wonder if they're just kind of recycling that story that they didn't get to tell. So I'm wondering, my thought is maybe the Miz will retain at WrestleMania, and then Finn and Seth will go, well, we work really well together. Why don't we take over the tag team division? It's not a bad look, but I'm pretty personally pretty ready to see Seth move on from the tag team division. Um, but, I mean, at the same time, Raw really, really needs some help in the tag team world because there's just nothing going on there and, like, nothing for for uh, Cesaro and Sheamus who to did, do. Who did the bar fight this week? I don't even Cesaro know. Cesaro and Sheamus. I have they, no idea. It was, like, a pretty good match, but they and they won. Oh, it was the Revival. Um, yeah, I mean, that that's, oh, like, yeah. the... that That is the one team that I would really like to see them feud with, but I, I feel like the powers that be seem to have a lot of hesitation about the revival and putting them in that spot. I mean, part of it is just like, they haven't had the time to like really get enough, like FaceTime with the audience. Cause the revival has had a whole host of injuries and stuff like that. But I think that they could, they could be really good, but it's almost weird. Cause I feel like Cesaro and Seamus are almost like, I guess it's not exactly the same thing in that they're like, we're just the revival's whole thing is like that. We're really good wrestlers. And I feel like that's kind of Cesaro and Sheamus's thing too. They're not so like avert about it, but, um, but yeah, I mean, at the same time, they're all fucking really good wrestlers. So it could just be a really, really great match. And I would be fine with that. If these guys just like, if they did like the revival versus the bar on the pre-show, I would be totally fine with that. Can you imagine how many t-shirts a Finn Balor and Seth Rollins tag team would sell though? Uh, Finn Balor did, uh, post something on his Instagram. It was a, it was a tarot card of the lovers and someone had photoshopped Finn and Seth into oh, it. God. So maybe, maybe. I don't know if that'd work though, because like the club is the other thing and the sort yeah. of the Balor club, and they wouldn't want Finn to be feuding with his own club. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. It, it could be a, like Carl and uh, Luke could be jealous of, of Seth, of like, oh, you've got this new oh, guy, God. this new WWE guy, and you're giving him all your attention. What about us? We've been here for you all when, along. And you get a fatal foursome going. There we go. Sounds delightful. All right. Do you have anything else to talk about on Raw, or can we get to the uh, the fast lane card? You know, there was some very strange stuff going on with John Cena this week. I don't know if there's much to say here, <sighs> but like this whole segment was just like... Well, I mean, we're going to talk very, about very Cena because he's in... Uh... He's but we got to talk about Gold Dust. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I forgot about that. That's the that's the weird part of it. I mean, Cena came out and cut this promo about why he went to SmackDown. He basically spent the promo the promo trying to put SmackDown over because I think it's very clear that SmackDown is struggling in terms of ratings and they are really, really trying to get people to tune into it to seemingly no avail. Um, but then Goldust came out and interrupted him and I don't I, I, I was I was making dinner while I was watching this, but I didn't It was like really a fevered dream. Yeah. There was no reason why Goldust he came was out. It's kinda like I'm here, I'm old I'm gold. Let's <laughs> and I'm ready to go. Let's let's get ready to roll. I'm Duh. old. I'm old. He's like a pretzel. He's a rolled gold. I'm old. I'm gold. An old rolled gold. <laughs> I'm a pretzel between your couch cushions. Yeah. So John and and uh, Gold Dust fought, and John beat him, and yeah. that was it. And and I, it. I hope they never talk again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> John Cena. Well, okay. I guess we we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit when we get into the into the SmackDown stuff. The um, the card for, for Fastlane. Let's start it off. Let's start it off. What do we got first here? First match on the list that I've put together is Becky Lynch and Naomi versus Natalia and Carmella because it's International Women's Day sure. and they needed something to do. Sure. I, I think this is a, this is perfectly fine. Like, th- there, there are two I matches. I think it'll be a good match. Yeah, I do too. There are two matches on this card that basically have no purpose whatsoever, which is totally fine. They were put together this week through, you know, backstage segments that, that developed this. I think the thing was here that there was like a, there was like a social media se- uh, segment where like uh, Natalia and Carmella and Becky Lynch were all sitting next to each other answering tweets. And then they like started subtweeting each other. It was, it was mildly comical. I missed that. Um, but it, it basically just led to Becky and Naomi challenging them and being like, we can beat you guys uh, because we can like, there's not a lot of stakes here. I mean, there's no stakes here. But, uh, <laughs> but like, I mean, there's not been a lot of, there's not been given, the women have not been given a lot of room for simple little feuds and matches like this for a very sure. long time. And so I, per- like, personally feel like I'm really glad that they're doing something like this. Um, I think it's a, it's a good look for them. So, so when, hats off to them. when is Carmella going to cash in her money in the bank contract? Because she still has it. It's true. And I've guessed every pay-per-view, and I've been wrong every single time. I think that she... I mean, I think the uh, the odds of her doing it at WrestleMania are pretty strong. I think she's got to do it... Well, she's got to do it sometimes before, before June 17th, because that's when the next money in the bank pay-per-view is, which I'm very what excited... What if she doesn't? What's that? What if she doesn't? What happens if you just don't cash it in? Do they give another contract to somebody? Can you get two? I don't know. I feel like I think does the contract expire in a year? Yeah, that that might be a good a good thing. There might be. I don't. I mean, they've never like, to my knowledge, they've never like run into that problem in canon. Like, like it's never been like someone didn't cash it in. What if she kept it, won it again? And then, like, immediately cashed in on whoever's champion, lost, and then cashed, cashed in the in next again. one, and then just, won. Just like really tried to It'd wear them pretty out. Pretty dope. That would yeah. be a, a pretty, pretty awesome look. What they they let her actually climb the ladder herself rather than yeah. having James Ellsworth yeah. do it. Yeah. Oh God. Um, no, I think I think um, it seems like on the raw side of things, we are definitely going to get Oscar versus Alexa Bliss for the the Raw Championship, maybe with Nia Jax in there as well. There was a lot of speculation that Oscar might actually challenge Charlotte Flair, which would have been a really, really great match, but it it seems pretty obvious that that's not happening. Um, That being said, I think Charlotte versus Ruby Riot at WrestleMania, not really a super interesting match. So they could try and inject a little bit of energy into that by having Carmella cash in. Like they could even have her be like, 
ahead of time be like, I'm cashing in my Wrestle my my contract make it a to fatal get threesome at to make it a fatal threesome yeah. at WrestleMania. Uh, so that's what I would assume that they're they're doing. So who are you going with here? Becky and Naomi or Natalia and I'm going Carmel? with the faces, I think, I think. I was gonna go with my gals the heels. Oh, yeah, as okay. much as I love Becky and Naomi, uh, I'm gonna go with the heels. I think it also would be really, really fun if they just did like a like a triple threat match between Becky, Naomi, and Charlotte at at WrestleMania. I think that'd be a really fun look too. But I don't think they'll do that anyway. Uh, next up, we've got the Usos uh, versus the New Day. I just have to say how much I love these boys. They're all they're all so good. The Usos and the New Day cut. One of the greatest promos I've seen in a very long time last week. Yeah, it was Phenomenal. pretty good. They're, these well, guys have so you. much chemistry together. It's great. What's up? Did you watch the... So before some of the big matches, before some of the pay-per-views, WWE will put out these YouTube videos that are like like a look back on yeah. how we got here. They play that on the show, too. Did you watch the one for the Usos in the New Day? Yes. Uh, it's okay. extremely good. Well, it's pretty good, and then for some reason, when the Usos are doing doing their part, they put like an audio filter that makes them sound like oh, yeah. they're in like a coal chamber song. Yeah, yeah, and it's very bad. <laughs> it like to me, it sounded like the mic was peaking, and so they were trying to do some like effect to correct it or something like that. But Maybe it, did sound it could have been extremely weird. I was waiting for him to tell me to get out of their rowboat. <laughs> Uh, bit, I mean, it's a joke for all you coal chamber fans. I have no there. idea what reference you're making. I'm just playing. It's along. a reference to coal chamber. What the is coal chamber? Rowboat. Okay. Uh, they're an industrial band mm. from the uh, from the '90s, I believe. Mid two thousand, early two thousands, mid '90s. Cool. Shout out to all the coal chamber. Shout out to coal chamber. Coal Get chamber out of my rowboat. There. Get out of my rowboat. I have many questions, but I will take them. I'll take them off the air. I'll take them off the air. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this this feud has been great all year. It's it's great now. My biggest fear is that they are going to put the fucking Bludgeon Brothers into this match. Oh, I hope so. Because last week, what they did is is these two teams cut this amazing promo or like at each other's throats basically. And then they were interrupted by the Bludgeon Brothers coming to the ring. And then they just left because they're scared of the Bludgeon Brothers, even though these five wrestlers could like easily kick these guys' ass. No problem at all. So I, I'm wor- I, I'm very concerned that this is going to be the Usos New Day blow off match. And then we're going to get either just the winners versus the Bludgeon Brothers at WrestleMania, or we're going to get like, New Day versus Usos versus Bludgeon Brothers at WrestleMania, both of which are things I would be so I'm, I'm going to be so angry if that happens. These guys well, are so good. Just let them do their yeah, thing together. They're, they're different. I mean, the Bludgeon Brothers are good, but they're a different kind of good. They're I don't not. Think that they're, they're not. Good. They haven't proven that they're good yet. They're, I think I think they're good at wrestling, and they're like they work well. They together. don't even use their hammers. Why do they have them? Here's here's a follow up from last week. So we started the show talking about how Matt was going to be going to Comic-Con with me. This is true. And then now <laughs> now we've both been to Comic-Con. And I just want to talk about the hilarious recurring bit that I was mm-hmm. using uh, at the convention where whenever there was a cosplayer with a large hammer, yep. maybe a Harley Quinn. A Harley Quinn. Or somebody in like tattered clothing, like a like a Silent Hill character. A, somebody a doing pyramid a head, hunter a pyramid cosplay. head. Yeah. Uh, I would... I would <laughs> Either text a photo to Matt, <laughs> or I would turn to him and say, Harper, Rowan, Rowan Bludgeon, Bludgeon Brothers. Brothers. It was very good. So if you ever see anybody with a hammer, 
You can yeah. make a joke about them being a bludgeon brother. You should tweet that to us. You that should tweet be, it. That's at a us. good joke. At blind send tag us cast. your send us your best bludgeon brother cosplay. Yeah, every <laughs> at blind tag. It doesn't have to be you in the cosplay, but bonus points if it is. We'll send you a sticker. Absolutely. Here's uh, what I would like to see. I would like everybody to send me send us individual hammer people, and then we will do our best to sort of pair them up. <laughs> and oh, we'll find we'll find the siblings. Yeah. Send us send us yourself with a hammer. Send us your dad with a hammer. Maybe your mom with a hammer. <laughs> send us your uncle with a hammer. Send us that guy down the street with a hammer. I just want to see those hammers. Just photos, though. Lots of hammers. Yeah. Just, I just want to see those hammers. Please, just photos. Just photos of actual hammers. Let me write down, I just want to see those hammers as the title of this episode. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just want to see those hammers. All right. Who's going to win this match? That's a great question. I am going to say I'm going to I'm going to follow my heart here and I'm going to say that at WrestleMania we are going to get the Usos versus the New Day in something cool like a, like a ladders match or a two out of three falls match something like that. Okay. And because of that I'm going to say that the New Day wins here. So you think the New Day is going to take the championship? I think the New Day is going to win and then uh, the Usos are going to get a rematch at WrestleMania, and we're going to get lots of fun jokes about about Big E saying five uh, over and over again on the lead up to WrestleMania. He had this thing when what he was five? he had this thing when he was in in NXT, in that he was like he would always be like he was saying his whole thing was that he was so good at wrestling that he can, oh I remember he can win matches by keeping people down for a five count, and so he would say three ain't enough, I need five, and they're about to be five time tag team champions, and so that'll be that'll be fun. Right? I'm going to say the Usos retain. Okay. It's very fun, but I'm going to say the Usos retain. Uh, As a tiebreaker, I just realized we're going to do this. Ooh, okay. Um, Who of the New Day is going to participate? Who's not going to participate? Who's not going to participate in this? I'm going to say... I'm going to say Kofi is not going to participate in this match. Okay. I was thinking that too, but I'm going to mm. go with Big E because mm. I feel like Xavier and Kofi are more paired up with the Usos in terms of size and body. Sure, I think given that Big E was the like the, the the lead of that promo that we heard that was that this whole like built up a center ground. I don't think he's going to be sitting this one out. But hey, I we'll respect see. your choice. You never know. You never know. You don't respect me at all. I don't. That's true. Um, next we have, uh, we have Bob Roode versus Randy Orton <sighs> in a singles match for the WWE United States Championship. Who cares about this? That's a great question. Jinder Mahal cares about this for some reason. Ooh. But that's all. I hope he injects himself. Yeah, there's not, there's no time. Injects himself? Yeah. With a little bit of a steroids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that this act, this match is actually going to end in no contest because I think Jinder Mahal is going to interrupt and we are going to get Jinder Mahal versus Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton uh, for the United States Championship at WrestleMania. And that's going to be my prediction, my bold prediction of this card. No contest, huh? Then no I'm going to go... Oh, I, I wrote it under Charlotte Flair and Ruby Riot. Whoopsie-daisy. I don't think that's going to end in no contest. I could. I'm going to say Bob retains. Bob Why? Roode retains. Because I think that... Then Jinder will uh, inject himself mm. at the end of the match. Yeah, and then we'll, we'll just we'll get, get a... sort of a backstage scene where he's tying off a tourniquet. Right. Then, yeah. Yeah. And then he's going to be in WrestleMania. And then he'll be at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. I th- uh, I think you're right about that match, but I think Bobby is going to retain. 
Okay, I like it. I mean, he would retain in my sort of scenario as well. Well, okay, I think he's going to win and then retain. Fair yeah, enough, fair enough. sure. Uh, let's talk about something that's slightly more interesting: Charlotte Flair versus Ruby Riot, which we uh, we talked about a little bit. We we referenced earlier, kind of, because yeah. you said Charlotte Flair versus Ruby at WrestleMania. Yeah, which would that happen if they're going to fight right now? I mean, there's the field is basically wide open for what is going to happen with this championship at WrestleMania. I think that doing something like a like a multi women match with all of the really good women on uh, on the SmackDown roster could be a good look. Maybe have you know Ruby Riot or the Riot Squad inject themselves. I don't. I hope they don't do something like a like a six pack challenge at at WrestleMania with like the three good guys and a then fatal sixum. A fatal sixum, as they call it. Um, I will say that that the commentary actually did like a pretty good job of of selling this feud to us as it as it opened up the show. Um, they mentioned that uh, Charlotte took out Sarah Logan and took out Liv Morgan in like two consecutive matches and was like was taunting Ruby by saying two down, one to go. Ruby responded by using her her backup to take out Charlotte's friends, Becky Lynch and Naomi, uh, in su- uh, successive, successive, that's the word, successive weeks, and then also was saying two down, one to go. So this is sort of like a little bit of a, like, I've been taking out your friends, you've been taking out my friends, well, now this is sort of the grudge match kind of thing. Ruby has also been bragging because she took out Naomi and Becky Lynch in singles matches yeah, like right. leading up to this. So it's but with not... a little help from her friends. Well, that's how you get by. Yeah. Um but I so the point of this is Ruby's been like hey I I th- again like you said three down one to go. Yeah, yeah. What are they building towards though? I mean just this match at this point. But why? And if they're building well, towards this match, why not at WrestleMania? Sure, fair enough. Well, I mean, because it's fascinating. you got to do something. Um, I think the, the, the other thing that Ruby said in her promo uh, was that she saw Charlotte taking the championship and trying to prove that she's this, like, sort of mythological, better-than-everyone ah, right, figure. Yeah. That which was a pretty good promo. It was a really good promo. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a very compelling story, too. Of like, God, Ruby's so weird-looking, though. She's a little strange. Uh, she's, you know, saying... She was basically saying that, like, I've been in NXT. I've been watching you ascend to greatness. You've won every championship that you could. She's the only person to win the NXT Women's Championship, the Divas Women's Championship, the Raw Women's Champion, and the SmackDown Women's Champion, and was just like, I'm tired of everybody, like, thinking you're, like, God's gift to to the world or whatever, and was like, I'm going to kick your ass. But she looks like a muscular bird. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was watching... I almost, I almost I was couldn't watching do you, it. Uh, wait to, to deliver that. Um, I was going to explode. <laughs> on International Women's Day, I'm going to say no comment on your, uh, on your yeah, disgraceful remarks. Wrong. That's fair. She's very good at wrestling. She's, she's very good, good on the mic. Yes. I was, I was, she's weird looking. She's. I think her character has... It did. It didn't have a lot. I mean, we've talked about how they've suffered from like blurring together with Absolution, and I don't think that that, that did them any favors. But I think that the Riot Squad actually has done a pretty good job to distinguish themselves. They, they like, they all come out to the ring together. They all have something that they do that's a little bit like unique. Uh, they coordinate the way that they like enter the ring. Like it really does seem like they're a cohesive faction. Whereas, like, I don't think that was that I've ever really felt that that was the case with Absolution. Part of that is due to the fact that Paige can't wrestle uh, and has to take more of a backseat role. But I, I, I got to give credit to them for for making this pretty interesting. We, we do. I do want to talk about the storyline here, though. This is sure. basically Ruby Riot brings in the Riot Squad to cause havoc, and now all of a sudden she has a a 
she's headlining a pay-per-view to win the women's championship. Yeah. And I feel like this is very she indicative. She kicked the doors down. Yeah. But like... Took what was hers. It's very indicative that Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan have been so busy with this Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, AJ Styles thing that they're just <laughs> not paying attention to what... There's no reason that they should have allowed this match to be happening. Yeah, like, that's true. This person that came out of nowhere and like and like basically stormed into this company is somehow getting title matches immediately. Yeah, that's not really fair. It, it makes no sense. It, it, yeah. you, I can't just run into an office building and start like insulting people and then being like, I'm the captain now. That's a good idea. I'm going to go into Amazon headquarters tomorrow and I'm going to say, where's Jeff Bezos? I'm going to fight him for his championship. I will take the glass balls. They will be mine. Jeff will take you down. Have you seen that guy? He's ripped now. No, I didn't know that. Oh, man. Yeah, he's, he's... I don't like that. He's yolked. He's, <laughs> he's got that ginger going. He's going off, to, going off to space to work out. Yeah, exactly. He's doing like low-grav dip and stuff <laughs> anyway who do you think is going to win this match uh and where do you i mean i guess where do you think we go from here i mean it's i i feel the same way like if about the previous match like if if randy wins then we're going to see a rematch at wrestlemania or sure. no i'm sorry about the new days and the usos if the new days if the New Day wins, then the Usos are going to invoke their rematch, rematch clause. clause yeah. Like, if Ruby Riot wins, then Charlotte's going to invoke her rematch clause. But are we at a point where we're going to give Ruby Riot top billing at WrestleMania? See, that's a, that's the thing I can't see. I can't see Charlotte going into WrestleMania without the championship. Right, yeah. I think Charlotte's going to retain. That's what I think, too. I, I I'm a little... Or something's going to happen. Well, She's going to lose uh, and yeah, immediately I, I... rematch. I was going to say, like, I immediate, like, I'm, I'm mad at myself for saying that there was going to be no contest in the previous match, because I think this, you know, there's obviously the, the other two members of the Riot Squad are right, right there. It's a situation that's ripe for, yeah. like, conflict, and it could end in a no contest and then a rematch at, at you know, WrestleMania where, like, their allies are barred from ringside or something like that. So I could see something like that happening, but for the sake of this prediction, I'm going to say Charlotte retains. I mean, I say this every other month, but I could also honestly see Carmella cashing in after uh, after either of them wins. If, if Ruby wow. wins and takes the championship from, from Charlotte and then Carmella immediately look. takes it from her, that'd be kind of cool. I'm so... You... You love this briefcase. I'm so disappointed that like you're always you have over the the what year or so we've been doing this. God since damn it's it, been around. Uh, you've like constantly been pitching ways for people to use this briefcase, and it's never quite worked out. It's, it's disappointing. Be, it's because I like good storytelling, it which is. I've said so many times, and like I like when interesting things happen. Mm-hmm. Who do it you think is a really really win? nice like. Uh, I don't know if uh, Deus Ex Machina is, is is the word for it, but it's a nice yeah, way that to an you extent, can sure. quickly like change the plot or change the story. It's good. Yeah. I like it. Who's going to win this, Matt? I'm going to say that Charlotte's going to win this. I'm going to agree with you. All right, fair enough. All right, now moving on to to the main event. Uh, to, to to take a step back, I sure. d- I did think earlier about the what if um, rather than cashing in on like like in real time, what if. Um, you know, Carmella sets up a match ahead of yeah, time. Like, yeah. I, I could see that happening, it, too, it because... Be, it would be a good look. I mean, it wouldn't be a very Carmella move, I feel. Yeah. She's more... The only person she's to more my, shady. Yeah, the only person, to my knowledge, that's ever done that is John Cena. And right. that's, like, the most John Cena thing that you can do. It to didn't be like, work I'm out going for him. to announce ahead of time that I'm going to cash in my Money in the Bank championship, and I don't think it worked out for him, now. Who did he lose to? Um, AJ Styles? No, this was a long time ago. Uh, I think it was like CM Punk or something like that. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Something crazy. 
I don't know. All right, let's talk about our main event here. We got Shinsuke Nakamura <laughs> versus Rusev. I wish this was the Rusev main event. Day! I think it's Nakamura Day. Uh, no, I, that is slanderous. You can't just, as Rusev so intelligently pointed out this week, you can't just make up your own holiday. There is no Nakamura Day. We had a pretty good backstage promo where uh, Rusev approached Shinsuke about <laughs> about punching Aiden English in the throat, yeah. ruining his singing career. And then... Uh, Kicking him in the throat, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Knee to throat. Shin to throat, whatever. Yeah. Shinsuke to throat. Shinsuke to throat. Uh, and then Shinsuke sang. Shinsuke sang. The rock and star came just, alive. Let's just acknowledge that Shinsuke's got quite the set of pipes. Yeah, I he was He sounded I was really impressed. good. It was... I, I loved that. I, like, are we going to get more sing, singing Shinsuke? Are we going to get some... Uh, Sing-say? I can't... Sing-say Nakamura. Sin, no, I got nothing. Sensei Nakamura. Uh, fun fact... I used to play... I'm having fun already. <laughs> I used to play uh, D- Dungeons & Dragons with some of my friends in the Bay Area. This and is fun. You're right. At one point, I was I was given a horse in the game, and I decided to name that sh- that horse Shinsuke Nakahorse. <laughs> okay. It was, it was, it was Not Nakahorsa? Cool. No, I, <laughs> I did think about that afterwards if I... I think I, there was better puns there, but I liked... It, 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 it rhymed. Shinsuke Nakahorse. Horsuke Neyamura. Mm, there you go. Nah, that one wasn't good. Not, not, not as good. So Shinsuke and Rusev are going to fight just because. Just because. There's, I think not, it's gonna there's, be, it's there's be no stakes. Fun. Nobody's a champion here. They're all losers. Yep. Um, I think this match win? will be uh, high on the nonsense and low on the actual wrestling, which sure. is a little bit disappointing because I think these guys will put on a good match in the five or ten minutes that they'll get to work. But it... It's really a bummer that like they can't find anything like meaningful to do with Rusev because he's just been an absolute delight. But yeah. I'm glad that they're giving him spots like this. I think I think this is this will be a fun little. Are match. you sticking with your boy Rusev? I unfortunately no. I oh don't think really? Shinsuke Nakamura is not going to lose on his way to WrestleMania. <laughs> he's not going to oh, lose man, on I'm the fast lane to WrestleMania. Too. Yeah, Shinsuke is going to take this one, no problem. Cool. Yeah, that was. I feel like that's an easy. I'm. I'm excited about that match, though. It'll be fun. It's I, definitely like an in between, as we call it, a pee pee match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you get up to go pee pee. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Shinsuke's gonna pee pee all over Rusev, and that and that'll be that. All right, now our actual main event. Here. Oh boy, the most complicated match that ever did exist. We've got a six pack challenge for the WWE Championship. It was first a fatal four way, then it was a fatal five way. No, I'm sorry. First it was a triple threat, then it was a fatal four way, then it was a fatal five way, and now it's a six pack challenge. We got AJ Styles, the champion, defending his title against John Cena, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Baron Corbin, and Dolph Ziggler. Every man for themselves. Winner takes all. Winner goes on to WrestleMania to face Shinsuke Nakamura. So AJ's going to win it, huh? Yep. I think that's yeah, I think yeah. that's what's going to happen here. Okay. I'm going to write that down now. Now uh, let's talk about it, though. There's some interesting stuff going on here. Um, well, sort of interesting. <laughs> so the first thing is John Cena on Monday night cut this promo on SmackDown saying that he was going to win at Fastlane. He was going to become the 17 champion. And then he challenged... Uh, gold Dust. He challenged Gold Dust <laughs> to invoke his Gold Dust Claw. <laughs> Yeah, he challenged AJ to invoke his rematch clause and immediately set up AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura versus John Cena at WrestleMania. Which this is John Cena's plea, plea, please AJ, please let me win, make me be relevant, yeah, please let me beat you so that you can, I'll let you win again at WrestleMania. I just want that 17th championship, please, please, just do this, just do it for me. I'm getting old. 
I, I can't hear very well anymore. I can't talk very well anymore. Just let me have this. Do it for Johnny. Do it for Johnny. Old AJ, Johnny. do it for Johnny. Um, I, I, I'm torn about this because I do think that that would be a pretty great match. I think John Cena versus Shinsuke versus AJ Styles would be a great match. But they've already teased us with AJ versus Shinsuke, and now like if they take that away, everybody's going to feel disappointed and angry um, right so i don't think that that's the route that they're gonna go so so again we've got aj versus john versus kevin versus sammy versus baron versus dolph versus roadblock versus roadblock yes who could forget and uh in this seven seven six person seven person yes seven right. person seven pack challenge seven some fatal seven, the seven some. and seven challenge the seven and seven challenge starring roadblock fastlane <laughs> starring roadblock fastlane i think roadblock fastlane wins that I hope it. so. I honestly, it'd be way more interesting if they just introduced a character named Roadblock Fastlight <laughs> and let him win this. Everybody'd be like, "Holy shit! Why did this guy? Why'd they do that? <laughs> Who's this clown? Why is he here? Why is he now in this it's match? Roadblock versus Shinsuke at WrestleMania? And then they immediately put him in a, a, a main event match at WrestleMania. I mean, that's not. There's not significantly less logic used in that scenario than there has been in this entire match. It'd be a very bold move to introduce a new character and say he's the best all of a sudden. It's true. It would be a bold move. Um, so, I, I mean, everybody's kind of got some some storyline and motivation in this. Um, Dolph Ziggler, I think, actually has been doing a really, really good job, and the promo that he cut on Tuesday night was was pretty solid. Uh, he he was, had a good match with AJ, too. Yeah, he did. I mean... Oh, he, he's not lying when he says he's like one of the yeah. best. We we talked about the the significance of uh, signature and finishing moves last week. Ah, yes. And there was a point in this match where where Ziggler was attempting to get AJ in a Styles Clash, which is oh, AJ's really? signature move. I didn't yeah, know, I didn't catch that. that yeah, he almost he almost pulled it off too. He had him upside down and everything. Had wow. one one leg locked in, but but AJ made it managed to counter. Yeah, he he got out. Got out. Did his yeah. Thing. I mean, I, he I, knows it best. It's not surprising that he knows how to get out of it. Yeah, absolutely fits into the story. You know? I, th- I just thought it was kind of cool that it's yeah. like, it, it is like a weird comment on like, well, it, this is your signature move, but anybody can do it. But then at the same time, he wasn't able to do it because yeah, right. it's AJ's signature not, move. He's not the best at it. He's not the, he hasn't perfected it. Um, Dolph's whole thing has basically been that he, I mean, he is the best and that people don't give him the credit that he's due, which I think is very true. Um, he, he, one of the greatest things he said this week was that he said that this is the house that I built, talking to AJ Styles, who always says that this is the house that AJ Styles built. And he's just been like, I've been here. I've been putting in the work. I've been working to make this, this company what it is. I've been working to make this brand what it is, which is very true. A, or Dolph is one of the people that has put in, I think, the most work over the, over the last handful of years to, to, and has continually been been great in doing so. I don't think he's going to win this match. I'm very curious to see what he's going to do at WrestleMania uh, because I do think he deserves a spot there, but I don't know what that spot is going to be. The other big conflict that we have in this is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, the the will-they-won't-they they sort of uh, duo. Um, they've had a lot of ups and downs on the, the road. This, this was initially supposed to be just them versus AJ Styles. But you might say they've had a lot of roadblocks. They've had a lot of roadblocks on their fast lane, that's for sure. Um, the most recent developments have been that Sammy said a couple weeks ago that he would lay down for Kevin Owens, let Kevin pin him, and so Kevin could become the champion and they could together defeat AJ Styles. Uh, which, sure, that's I mean, that's a very heel Fair. thing to do. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's a good move. But this week, there was a uh, there was a fatal five-way match with oh all of the participants except for John Cena, and the end of the match was, was uh, 
everybody got cleared out of the ring except for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And Sami Zayn took advantage of that moment to hit his finishing move, the Haluva kick, and pin Kevin Owens. How do you say that word? Haluva. Haluva? Haluva. Like Halava? Yeah. That's the joke. Really? It's it's oh spelled hell of a kick, and it's halluva kick. Oh god, I it's great. Hate it's it. good. It's a joke. It's comedy. Anyway, betrayal, betrayal, a murder most foul. Suspense, betrayal. But in this moment, it was not Sammy turning face, which was oh, interesting. No. He was still like he like went up and did a little interview, and he was still talking a lot of shit. It was good. Sammy's a good heel. He's really really good. I mean, he's just a really really great wrestler. Um, he yeah, he was basically just like. He kind of was like, "Oh, this wasn't a big deal. I was just trying to get us sort of out of the situation. Like, this isn't this isn't Sunday night. This what happened here isn't relevant." Uh, he didn't say, "I'm still going to lay down for Kevin Owens," but there's now going to be a very tense moment, I'm sure, when you know they're they're standing in the ring by themselves, and oh, it's yeah. an opportunity for Sammy to lay down, and it'll probably result in fisticuffs. This was the first time that, and I then was AJ like, comes in and wins. Exactly, something like that. Yeah, this was the first time that. I felt excited to see these two face off against each other because they've, over the past couple of weeks, raised the stakes on this, actually developed some sense of, of betrayal between the two of them. So sure. if these two end up facing off at WrestleMania, I'm much more here for it now than I was then. But I, I still I, think we're probably going to get like Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon or some bullshit. Yeah, probably. I, I believe it was before this match, Kevin, uh, there was a, they, they cut a promo and Kevin was asking Sammy, like, hey, you said all these things, will, will you still lay down for me? And Sammy said yes, um, and then and then he was talking about Kevin like winning all these championships and stuff, and he mentioned that Kevin would be a Grand Slam champion yes. if he won this. Yes. Can you explain to me what that is? Yeah, the Grand Slam. Uh, actually, there's another person that could become a Grand Slam champion. Well, I guess Randy doesn't quite count. Um, anyway, Grand Slam champion is when you win all of the singles titles that, that are possible. So when you win the Universal title, the World Heavyweight Championship, the Intercontinental Championship, the U.S. title, when you've won all of those, you become a Grand Slam champion. And not a lot of... I feel like that would be more common. Than... It's a pretty it's a pretty uh, elite club, actually. Sure. Uh, Roman Reigns uh, joined it earlier this year when he won the Intercontinental Championship for the first time. Um, I, okay. I, I don't know off the top of my head who else is in it. See, but. now, I thought it was the T-shirt that you receive when you go to Denny's and you mm. are able to finish off a Grand Slam. <laughs> I mean, Sammy sort and Kevin like, have spent a lot of time together on the road. Yeah, probably, for sure. Oh, like, for sure. Maybe they, too, have, like, like how we have the Blind Tag Championship. They Every time they go to Denny's, it's who can do the most Grand Slams, and Kevin wins every time. They're so definitely just... stopping at Timmy Ho's, though. They're not going oh, to, yeah, they're not going to no American chains. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, is, isn't Charlotte also, like close to getting something oh she just is but i mean she's had it all it's slightly different because there's there's technically only ever one championship um in women's wrestling at least there's not a tag team division yeah there's not a tag team division there's no secondary belt like the intercontinental or the u.s title or anything like that it's just the women's championship she's the only person that's won uh the nxt women's championship the divas championship the raw women's Uh, women's. I think Alexa was the first person to win both the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships, but she never won the Divas just because it was never around when she was wrestling. So I just had a thought. What's that? With all these uh, new ladies mm-hmm. joining, mm-hmm. and we're kind of getting these like Becky and Naomi versus Natalia and Carmella, we're getting Charlotte versus essentially the Riot Squad. Uh, what are the odds that this is sort of building up to a women's tag team division? 
I would be surprised, but blindly surprised. I think I, I, I feel like they've built out the roster enough that they could actually have more. Like rather than having like one women's single match every night, they yeah. could have two matches and yeah. have at least six women wrestling. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think it's a great idea. They they also just have never really established. They they do a lot of women's tag team matches, but they've never really established like true teams and like true identities for right. them. And I, I think that could be a really really cool look. I'm. I'm I'm going to remain skeptical, especially with everything else that's going on right now. There's a lot of other things they're building towards, but it would be great to this see. This ought to be a cool idea. There's been a lot of speculation that they're going to start a cruiserweight tag team division, actually. For the women? Oh, for, for just for the cruisers. For the cruiserweights. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. wow. Yeah, just adding that, because they've, they've been doing more tag team matches on 205 Live and have put, been putting sure. some guys together in teams and stuff. And now like they that. have an actual manager there who seems to care about wrestling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not just Kurt and... Not just Kurt and Shane. not paying attention. Or Daniel or whoever. <laughs> yeah, whoever, whoever, whoever was the commissioner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so AJ Styles is going to win this, and we're going to see the uh, the legendary match of AJ Styles versus Shinsuke, the rock star Nakamura yep. at WrestleMania. I mean, I think if we What's got... going to happen to John Cena? Sorry to cut you off. I, I, think, just... I think we're getting John Cena versus Undertaker. You think that's actually going to happen? Yeah. I would actually not be surprised if Under- Undertaker shows up either at uh, Fastlane or at Raw on Monday night oh. to like, sort of accept the challenge. But why? Because they need they need another sort of like marquee match for this. Like you got to think about like what what is going to like attract the the average audience. What is going to be like? I'm going to look at this WrestleMania card and be like, I want to watch that. Ruby Wright and Kurt Angle versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. One more time. Ronda Rousey and Kurt Ronda Angle. Ronda Rousey. Ronda <laughs> you know. I mean, that's one of them. They're also going to have Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, which Brock Lesnar... Huge. A huge match. I, I, it feels like they need a third one, and I think it's going to be John Cena versus The Undertaker. What is Braun Strowman going to do at WrestleMania? Great question. Will it be a fatal threesome between... Oh, will Kane be back? Will it be possibly? Will, will it be Kane and The Undertaker and John Cena and Braun Strowman, just the biggest boys... If they do like a like a, a a reunited brothers of destruction, they do Undertaker and Kane versus like John Cena and Braun Strowman for no apparent reason. <laughs> I'd be super super into that. That sounds great. It'd be terrible though because uh, the Undertaker and Kane would be there. Well, there is that. I mean, Kane can st- still kind of go, um, yeah. and then Undertaker doesn't have to work as much if he's if he's in that. That'd be great. I'd, I'd be pretty into seeing that. Hmm. I doubt it though. Yeah, what I mean, under what other circumstance would... I think Braun and Elias are going to be involved in something, sure. or they're just going to be in the uh, in the under the giant Memorial Battle Royal and actually make it relevant, which will be fun. They should just be a tag team. What if it was Elias and Braun versus the Bar? Oh man, <laughs> that sounds great. That'd be a good team. They've put aside their their differences and just decided to start a band. Braun's on bass, Elias on guitar, doing some vocals. Be great. It'll be great. That's going to do it for us this week, folks. Uh, thanks very much for listening. As always, you can connect with us online. We'll uh, almost surely be tweeting during uh, during Fastlane on uh, on on Sunday. We'll see if maybe we can uh, get 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 Roadblock Fastlane around again to maybe uh, provide his his special brand of commentary to our to our internet. Channels. Oh boy, I I don't know. He we'll might see. be busy. <laughs> we'll we'll check his schedule. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at BlindTagCast. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash BlindTagCast. You can also find us online, BlindTag cast.com um feel free to email us from there leave us a review on itunes we love hearing from you guys and we love when you uh, help us spread the word about send the show. us send us your pictures with
of those Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, please do send us your 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 hammer picks. Want to see those hammer picks? Don't send if you send us uh, a picture of the Hammer Bros from Super Mario. I'm going to be pissed. I'll I'll get a good chuckle. I'm, I'm about to tweet that at Blind Tag <laughs> right now, just, just so nobody get it else out of can. The way. Yeah. Um, thank you very much to Small Parks for letting us use their song Restless as our in and out music. We really appreciate that. And with that, my name is Matt Raddick, and I have been your face. My name is Ron Del Villano, and I've been your heel. Thanks, and happy Rusev Day. And you're feeling uneasy, cause you fall.